Whether you're hunkering down at home or you are returning back to work, there's a topic that's on everybody's mind. What's up with our chairs? What's up with our desks? Where are we sitting? Are we standing? Will we be in cubes? Will we be in offices? Will there be barriers between us? There's one thing that you can know for certain though is that Autonomous is the brand that will help you work more productively whether you're at home or working back at the office. Right now, you can use promo code BLC podcast to receive 10% off your entire order. And that is everything from office chairs to desks that stand and elevate to even some fun household items. Make sure you check out Autonomous at autonomous.ai and mention the BLC podcast promo code for 10% off your next purchase. I've got a desk and a chair and I haven't felt like a boss like this in a very long time. When you purchase, you also support the Business Life and Coffee Show, and we're supporting you with this 10% purchase. So visit autonomous.ai for more information, and let's get right into the show. What's up? Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Business Life and Coffee Show. I'm your host, Joey Price. And hey, how was your Memorial Day? What did you do? Did you go grilling? Did you go fishing? Is your state open? Are you in a shelter in place still? I'd love to hear what your weekend was like because we had a long one. And sometimes it's good to unplug. So I hope you did unplug and treat it as a long three-day weekend. But if you worked on your business, I'm not mad at that either. How are you doing in the midst of this COVID-19 situation? Are you safe? Are you well? Do you have everything you need? Are you still working? Let me know. On this episode, we're going to be talking with Brooke Greger, who is the crossover coach, and she's going to help you get out of your own way, especially in the midst of this coronavirus season where we can get stuck in a mode of procrastination. So you don't want to miss that. Also, you don't want to miss the fact that we're going to talk about this tech company that is now offering its employees the ability to work from home remotely 100%. Could you imagine working from home 100% and what that would mean for your career? What that could mean for travel? I mean, I don't know about you, but if I worked from home remotely 100%, I'd probably take a lot more trips and check in from my hotel room or my Airbnb with with updates um, for conference meetings and stuff. But that's just me. I'm a traveler. I love to travel. Coronavirus has me feeling a little bit disconnected with my true self, not being able to experience new things as, as of late. But I'm really valuing and appreciating the fact that we are now in more of a routine. And my wife loves the routine life. So it's a win for her. It's adjustment for me. But anyway, enough about me. But you're going to want to listen to that session segment about this tech company that is changing the game and allowing its employees to work from home. Now, we though, we want to talk about Mama I Made It. And Mama I Made It is our segment where we talk about leaders who make a difference. This week, we are talking about a company that you'll find in the Technically, which is a local paper. It's in Baltimore, D.C., Delaware, Philly, and Pittsburgh. 
but they cover tech. And I want to highlight Tissue Analytics. They are a former client of mine. I've got a really great relationship with them. They're awesome. But they just sold, not but, and they recently were acquired by Pittsburgh's NetHealth. And so if you don't know Tissue Analytics, I encourage you to check them out. They're a company that does a new way to assess wound care. Uh, it's very high tech. You want to make sure you check it out. But what this article really says to me and what I really want to highlight, and I'll drop a link to the Technically article in the show notes, but there's a few encouraging things that we can take away from this segment. The first thing is that business is still going on. There are still transactions. There's buyers, there's sellers. People are going to work every day and News like this excites me because in the midst of a time where unemployment claims are sky high, it gives a glimmer of hope to know that people are out there doing what they need to do, crushing it, and they're seeing results. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, and I feel it's it's really just as important, but medical advances are changing and people are acknowledging that. When we look at Technically's article, it shows that they're a wound care startup company. So what that means is they're looking at a brand new way to do something that we've always done. Now, if you see, if you're watching this on YouTube or maybe on Instagram, you see Kevin Keenan, who's the founder, and he has got this prosthetic leg with some wounds on it. It's it's safe for work. It's, it's, it's a prosthetic leg. It's like, it's fake. It's for show. But they do wound care that is uh, digitally enhanced now. So I love seeing in the midst of the season where we really need medical technology to shine, it's actually happening. And it's happening in Baltimore. So I really love that. And then just third, you know, it's, it's always great to see the story of the, the entrepreneur and the founders who build a company and and sell it and they go on to continue to add value. So kudos to the team at Tissue Analytics. I wish you much success. You guys are incredible and I've enjoyed having you as a client over the years. And if you need me, give me a call. You know where we are, Jumpstart HR. Speaking of Jumpstart HR, let's take a look at how we're improving the lives of small businesses across the US. Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the U.S., from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use, hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com slash contact. Should all employees that can work from home work from home? On this episode's While You Were Working, news you need to know and use, we're talking about a brand that you know and love that's allowing its workers to work from home permanently. 
That's right, permanently. This episode, we're talking all about Facebook. And I recently mentioned this on my LinkedIn page and it actually got picked up by the LinkedIn editor. So you can see there's a ton of people that have seen this post and that are commenting on it and engaging with it. But Facebook is shifting permanently towards more remote work after coronavirus. This was in the Wall Street Journal, but it's also in news outlets everywhere. And what is fascinating to me is that so many tech companies are now saying that they want their employees to work from home. Now, you may be thinking from a commercial real estate perspective. You may think from an HR perspective. You may think from a legal perspective of all the different things that may come as a result of working from home. But the truth is, the reality is that this day was going to come, but the coronavirus just made it happen a lot quicker. So what we're seeing is companies like Twitter, companies like Square, companies like uh, Facebook are offering their workers the ability to work from home. And if I'm an employee that works at a LinkedIn or that works at a Facebook and, and they say, hey, you can work from home permanently, I've got to ask myself, am I going to stay where the real estate costs incredibly high and I have to commute so far into work? Or am I going to relocate to a small town and maybe start my own business on the side or something? I don't know. You tell me, what would you do if you could work from home and work anywhere in the country? Would you stay where you are or would you relocate? That's what's happening in the news you need to know for while you are working. Make sure you click the link in the show notes for more about this topic and find me online so we can talk about what you would do if you could work from home forever. All right, let's get into to our coffee shop Q&A. Hey, what's up? Thanks for coming to the next segment of the Business Life and Coffee Show. This is our coffee shop Q&A, and this is our virtual mentorship section. Whether I'm sharing with you something that's on my heart that I've been studying for a while that I want to share with you, or if I've got a really great guest. Well, this segment, we've got a really great guest. Brooke Gaguerre is the crossover coach and she basically helps leaders get out of their own way, get unstuck, if you will. And we're going to have a conversation where we just talk about how do you do that? How does she get started? What are some tips that she has for you? So Brooke, say hello to the audience. Hey everybody. How's everybody doing? Good to see you, Joey. Good to see you too. So tell people how we got connected because in the midst of this COVID season, networking and relationship building is still happening. So how did, how did we get to know one another? We are connected through The Gathering Spot, which is a membership club here in Atlanta and DC. And um, I've actually made more connections through this and was actually having this conversation with other TGS members about how deeper and more meaningful our connections have been through COVID, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it, it is, it's cool. And I mean, I haven't even been to the, the spot in Atlanta yet. And the one in DC, at least as of this recording, is, is yet to open. And I'm learning so much. I'm getting into the community. We have like a little uh, IG group started. And I mean, it just feels like a great community to be a part of. So for all those people who think that everyone uh, is alone at home and there's no way to reach out. There's there's a lot of networking happening. You just have to you just have to to get out there. Yeah. Be intentional and be deliberate. Like set your intention in your mind of what you're looking for and why you're looking for it. And then it'll come. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's probably some advice that you give to your clients typically too. But 
Give us a, a quick rundown of your business as a crossover coach and what, what made you get started? Yeah, uh, background is in social work. So for the first 15 years of my career, which do Joey to say that I've been working for 20 years, does not seem possible because I, I, yes, I turned 40 this year, but that doesn't seem possible in the realm of everything. 15 years as a social worker, found coaching and realized this is what I was actually doing as a social worker the whole entire time. Starting where my client was, empowering people to figure out how to help themselves, me not giving them the answers, but helping them find the answers for themselves, which is truly what coaching is all about. So went back to school, got certified, said peace out to the nine to five and had no money, no savings, no clients, no business acumen because they don't teach business 101 or sales and marketing when you're getting your bachelor's and your master's degree as a social worker. So I was surrounded by entrepreneurs and through friends and um, personal relationships. And so it I realized that the universe had been putting all those people into place for this reason. So when I jumped, even though I was super scared and had no idea what I was doing, there were people around me that were like, yeah, jump. Like, it's cool. You can jump off the cliff. You'll figure it out. <laughs> and so that was five years ago. Started with that and kind of worked my way for that first year of just coaching and getting really good in the skill set. And then my market, my niche evolved organically, which was the beautiful way uh, I feel that for it to happen. I was being asked to speak on different panels and I continued to notice that the people who were interested in what I had to say were minority business owners and entrepreneurs. And I'm like, duh, it's like the light bulb goes off. I'm like, oh, these are all the people around me already. These are who my friends are. These are who my networking and like professional colleagues are. People want to hear what I have to say. There's something about the connection. This is who I'm supposed to serve. So got really, really clear on that and started to unfuck vibes and align minds for minority business owners. So you're five years in and every business knows that uh, getting over that five-year hurdle or getting to that five-year mark is a reason for celebration. But at what point did you realize or did you think or was it confirmed for you that I may have something here? Um, I think I always knew that from an internal space. Maybe not exactly how it would all play out, but why, like why I'm here. And I think it was still speaking to the same message of why I was a social worker. I want to help people. I'm a connector. I care about seeing people thrive and not just survive their lives. And that was always there. That running theme was always there. Um, I think there's been moments along the way where it's like, okay, this is just more confirmation of these are the people that I'm supposed to serve. This is how I'm supposed to serve them right now. This is like, you know, the essence of what I'm supposed to do. Some of that is evolving and changing right now, but that constant of why I do what I do has been there since day one. And the how has just organically evolved and been more of a like, yes, 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 as it continues to evolve. Yeah, yeah. So, so Brooke, let's talk a little bit about, um, you mentioned it evolving. Is COVID impacting your business at all? Do you typically oh, yeah. do a face-to-face? All right, it's a pretty pretty stupid question, right? I mean, no, 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 not at all. Everybody. But no. um, how, how is it impacting you? And what is it causing you to look at within your business? It's definitely impacting me because I'm a grassroots face-to-face -face type of a person. My business has been built word of mouth and than live events that I would do here in the Atlanta area. So yeah, that COVID definitely put a, a halt on that. A lot of people were like, yeah, but you could just pivot and do everything online. 
I can, but there's something, even though I'm seeing you right now and there's a connection right now, sort of, it is not the same as being in a room full of people for me personally. I know what I thrive off of. So I've taken this time to just spend a lot of time reflecting. I was already kind of at the end of 2019 looking at my whole marketing plan and saying, hey, this is not sustainable what I'm doing if I want to continue to grow because uh, I'm just a one man show right now or one woman show. So being aware of like, okay, what does this look like? What are the marketing platforms that make sense for me? Was already digging into that in 2019. Now, as I started to move into 2020 was this is, so I've just taken this time to reflect. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I take care of my current clients that I have and just be a support to my network and my, my community that I've built while taking care of me more than anything and just allowing inspiration to hit me, creativity to hit me. Does that make sense? It does. It does. It makes a whole bunch of sense. I, I think this is a weird season of, it, it's like uptime and downtime where, yeah. you know, you're hustling, hustling, hustling. You never know how, you know, it's going to impact your bottom line or uh, customers that you already have and you want to keep them. But at the same time, it seems that, that there's more um, moments to be still and reflect. And sometimes you have to even fight for those moments to be still and reflect because that's <laughs> going to be one of the ways you stay sane in the midst of, you know, freaking out about everything. Um, so I, I get it. Are you hearing from your customers, um, your, your coaching clients, how it's impacting them? Anything you want to share about some themes that you're seeing from, from entrepreneur? Yeah. And so I, like I said, who I serve is minority small business owners. So small businesses period are the big ones that are being impacted. I know a lot of people and have a lot of people that are in the industry, restaurant, hospitality. So they've been hugely impacted. And then direct clients, like my private one-on-one -on -one coaching clients, some of them have been directly impacted. What's really dope about everybody that tends to be in that inner circle, if they know me really, really well, um, and in that network, they are looking at these opportunities of like, yeah, this is really like... <laughs> things up to a degree. Yeah. However, this is how I'm pivoting. This is, I'm taking things that we've talked about and that I've learned and I'm challenging people to not just pivot for pivot's sake, but like, what do you need right now? Is this something that's telling you to chill and relax and just go within? Or is this something where you want to get creative and see how you can embark upon a new avenue for your business. Um, and one that won't just be sustainable because of this current time, but maybe it's something that you carry on into the future because it makes sense for you. So supporting people and allowing them to take their blinders off and to not always just be black and white, right or wrong, good or bad, but to open up to the possibility, which brings me back to that. Like, why did you get into this in the first place? Hmm. Let go of the how, because the how is kind of screwed up right now. Like how you've always done things may not be able to continue currently, but go back to the why you started this. Why did you want to become a business owner? Why did you want to start a restaurant? Why did you want to do whatever? And I don't work with just people in hospitality and retail. I work with clients in a multitude and variety of industries. So I think helping people just to kind of reconnect back with why and then allowing them to get creative from that space. All right. So you are known for helping entrepreneurs of color get unstuck, get out of their way. What are some of the symptoms that um, I might be getting in, in, in my own way? I might be I might be stuck. What should a listener be be thinking about or evaluating 
to say, oh, I, I might need to call Brooke. <laughs> the biggest thing that I can say is when we get stuck in catabolic energy, and that's my lingo, so I'm going to break that down very quickly. You have catabolic and anabolic energy. Catabolic is that fight or flight response. So when you get stressed out, have a trigger, you go into that freeze mode, and then you either flee or you fight. Very, very basic, instinctual cortisol levels, all those types of adrenaline, those types of things. This has been a very stressful time on a multitude of different avenues for people. So the biggest symptom that I've seen is procrastination. And people are like, yeah, we do that all the time. But so one of the things that's really interesting with business owners and entrepreneurs, they tend to be extremely creative. And so shiny object syndrome, oh, I should do this or oh, this is working for them or oh, maybe I want to try this. Those are all different forms of procrastination. Sometimes this is what's so interesting about having these conversations with people. You got to check yourself and realize do I just really need a break right now? And that's why I'm binging out on billions on Showtime or, and I say that because I've binged on <laughs> that particular show, or am I avoiding something? Am I avoiding having an actual conversation with a particular staff member or a customer or client that it's not going so well with? Whatever it is, because procrastination is just avoidance. And we avoid in a lot of different ways. And COVID has actually taken away a lot of those ways that we avoid, but it's also kind of given us a whole lot more because with social media, you know, the uptick of people being on social media and watching Netflix. Listen, Brooke, if I see one more live, I feel like we <laughs> COVID came and then everybody started getting on live. I'm like, yes. You're, you don't do this all the time. This isn't normal. And maybe that's people's way of uh, of coping or procrastinating from, you know, yeah. from life. And I think you just got to ask yourself every single, it's not something that it's like a one and done question. Like, oh, I'm procrastinating. Da, 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 da. No, it's a consistent being aware of the present moment and asking yeah. yourself, like, what's my intention behind what I'm doing right now? Is this getting me closer to or further away from what I'm trying to do? Yeah. And when you notice, and notice, does it feel good? Like if whatever you're doing, if it's actually truly bringing you joy or if it's numbing you out or if it's not making you feel good at all. And people are like, oh, it feels great to binge or whatever. But if you are not feeling good afterwards and you're not energized after that break, pay attention to those things. Yeah, I, that's a good point about how you feel afterwards. And I I think now more than ever, especially in, in like this COVID season, is if you are a business owner, definitely if you are a solopreneur, but especially if there are people that rely on you to be your best self, whether that's you know staff or contractors or uh, clients or whoever is in your like community, right? It's so yeah. important that you have to do whatever is possible or do whatever is necessary to get your your best self in, in front of people. Someone was on uh, on Twitter and they were asking like serious question: are, are are you guys taking days off? And and when places open back up, are you going to take time off? And my response to the group was, well, you know, I've been taking mental health days yeah. at least once every ten to fourteen days in the midst of this because it just there can be a lot that's on your on your mind on your brain whether it's um you know anxiety or whether it's stress or whatever whether it's just working too hard, like you have to put a pause in place sometimes. And uh, I always feel better after my breaks, but not everybody's doing that. And I, I would imagine that, you know, that's one of the reasons why they need to call you is because you're going to help people bring their best self to everybody that they need to bring it to. Yeah. And not pay attention to what the world outside is doing, but start to listen to your own inner voice. That's one of the biggest drives ever is people are like, what should I do? What do you stop looking externally for your answers? Yeah. Every 
thing that you need is internal. So when you can shut up and listen to your own inner voice and get in connection with that heart and mind and really know what you feel, then you can move forward in a way that is more authentic and then you won't be spinning your wheels or wasting your time. All right, so Brooke, let's give our listeners maybe three keys to not getting in your way, three keys to you know assessing where you are, just three good tips that you would want to leave with an audience member um, so that they could you know, say, oh, I need to call Brooke or All right, I think I can go a few more days. What, what, what would you share? I think the biggest thing is to check in with yourself. If you do not really know what you're feeling, if you're not paused in the moment, how do you know if where you're going? Like, are you following the map? Are you listening to um, Google Maps as it's giving you direction or are you just blindly going? So check in. That can be as simple as just pausing wherever you're at and noticing any tension that you feel in your body and breathing through it and taking three deep breaths. There is a multitude of stuff out there for meditation grounding, centering exercises, all those different things that help you get back into the now. But that's tip number one, because you can't know what you need to adjust if you're not aware of it. Mm -hmm. So check in. Tip number two, once you have some awareness around it, figure out what it actually feels like and how it aligns with what you're trying to accomplish that day. So I think as business owners too, there's there's a million things that you could be doing at all times. You could be working 24-7, right? When you can break it down and say, these are the three goals that I want to accomplish this week. What are the three things I need to do today to get me to these three goals this week? Break it down into small chunks. And the third thing that kind of helps with the goals and knowing how to break it down is doing a brain dump. And I don't know if you, have you ever done anything like that, Joey? Yeah. Brain dumps, mind maps, you know, you just get everything off your chest or off your mind. Get it out. Um, Get it out, get it out, get it out. Whether you write it down, whether you record it on your phone, I don't care how you do it, especially if you're feeling that tightness and that overwhelm, you need to like download and get that stuff out, look at it. And then you can prioritize, chunk stuff off, delegate, delete, whatever you need to do. The flip Okay, I'm going to give four. I know you said three, but the four. Go ahead, go ahead, go for it. At the end of your day, as you're falling asleep, list off. I say appreciation. A lot of people are about gratitude. There's a fine difference that I can get into at some other time, but list the things that you're thankful for. And even if it is like, I'm thankful that my dog came up and I got to pet my dog or whatever, like I'm thankful for my cup of coffee. It does not need to be some big, huge monumental thing, or it can be. But if you can fall asleep listing off the things that you are appreciating about that day, you will wake up in an appreciative aligned state and you start your day much better. Plus you just start to attract more of that in. All right, Brooke Aguirre, the crossover coach. How can people find you online where can people find you to do business what are your social handles all that good stuff let's hear it. all that good stuff um you can find me at www.thecrossovercoach.com you can follow me on ig at the crossover coach uh facebook the crossover coach i mean you can email me brooke at the crossovercoach.com any of those things check me out if you check me out on ig all the other stuff will connect you to my website and everything else though that's probably the easiest and where i tend to be hanging out more than anything so head on over to the crossover coach on instagram Build a better life with your-